it's been two years since we've been here. And <laughs> you're making me think about this too hard. Stop it. <laughs> Alright. Well, we're laughing our way through this, but there's been a reason we haven't been here for two years on the podcast platform. But we also have a reason to come back because we really want to share with you our story and what happened in 2021 for our family. And over these next six, seven, uh, Lord knows we're still recording them, episodes, it's very raw. There'll be moments of laughter, confusion, joy, tears, you name it. And our goal for it, for this, is really to encourage you. Yeah, the goal with Marriage in the Middle has always been to share when, like, the highs and lows and everything in between. And so this is 100% our lowest low <laughs> that we'll be yes. sharing. Um, if, I think if we think about it too much, if we actually, like, tried to do some sort of outline, I think it would be harder. So all the episodes are just conversational us raw not planned at all i've been writing out my story and i've had friends read it and just looking for details and stuff but ricardo and i have not shared it together like this um besides with just like friends yes it's been very much like we'll share friends occasionally like close friends and continue shared a little bit online but also has i would argue an even more in-depth Break, break down, if you will. It's, it's, it's really is Tiffany's story at, at its core, I'd say. But it's obviously, a it's a marriage. So marriage. both of us, and that's why we realized this would be valuable because people even ask, like, what was it like for you, Ricardo? And so we want to be able to have this conversation, again, very raw. And uh, raw is a funny word right now, I feel like. Raw. <laughs> very raw. Like WWF raw. Unedited, unscripted. Unedited, <laughs> unscripted, even points where we're trying to remember things. Because um, it is something that's hard to bring up at times, but we've worked so, we've talked so much through it with our, you know, with the, in therapy, with each other, with friends, with family. Like we can even laugh now about it. And you'll see that in the episodes. You'll be like, why the heck are you laughing about this? This is crazy. Because sometimes you do, you just uh, think about helps it helps make it lighter i guess i don't know just kind of unbelievable at some level so enjoy it share with us how if you'd like how how this encouraged you in some way because i know it will uh, because we believe god is ever present and he he did was victorious through it all so that's our that's why i know you'll be encouraged exactly and if you know somebody who's struggling or you're struggling yourself with um, different issues because this is really a highlight of like spiritual warfare and mental health and really how to um, work through that at its core um, and so if you like that rings the bell for you or someone you know um, I just really encourage you to um, reach out and get help I know I've had a lot of people reach out to me um, just over now like the last year and a half um, as I've been sharing and so like if you need resources or whatnot feel free to reach out mm-hmm. we'd be glad to help point them out and we're on a journey together so let's learn together through this and we trust that god will use it for your, his glory so here we go all right well 
there we are. Marriage in the middle. Take one. The dumpster fire that'll warm you up. Just kidding. But we're here to talk about what happened in 2021 with our family. The story is something that's kind of unbelievable. And we, uh, our desire is to share it with the world. Uh, because we, we know how much it's uh, impacted our lives. Obviously, we lived through it. But how real God is now and how powerful he is. But also, more important, importantly, how there's an enemy out there that is seeking to destroy. And we want to be able to remind people that there's victory and that we can fight alongside you through this story and sharing what happened. But this isn't really my story. This is your story as well. I don't know. I'm trying to say this differently. We're just recording this. This is just for fun right now. Just don't play it. Take it too seriously. So I think it'd be good to just talk through it together. <laughs> I don't know why I could talk through it. I don't know what to say. Well, it's also, let's start in the very beginning. In the beginning? <laughs> in the beginning. What is the beginning? I think that's the hard part of the story. <laughs> what is the beginning? I, I don't know. Like, I guess we could start with the end. So, like, in a way of, like, where we're at now in our journey and where we're going. Um, I guess a good way to help you land in our story is to kind of think of a time when you were doing way too many things at once and you were overwhelmed and uh, just think of times in your life where you were just burning the candle at both ends. You hear all those terms of just being busy consistently and not just like busy, busy, busy work, but like trying to do some impactful things, even like in your family and um, in school, if you're getting your education or whatever it may be, you could kind of land in our story for a minute because that's what was happening in 2021. I was um, going to school, you know, my master's degree to become a marriage and family therapist and uh, was starting my practicum. So there's, in order to become a licensed MFT in California, you have to do 3,000 hours of practice. And so I was just starting it, looking ahead at this huge mountain of work and um Got my first practicum site. Was really excited, but at the same time, I'm working for. I was working for a local church, serving as a pastor, um, part time mostly, and then Tiffany was working full time. In the foster care world, as a resource coordinator, helping bring foster parents on to serve Sacramento and Sacramento County. And so that's already a stressful job in itself. And then on top of that, we're raising four kids, 
four little, four young kids. And, uh, yeah. and distance learning. And of course that was COVID times, distance learning, all that compound as all of us have had the stress. And honestly, many of us have probably experienced similar things to what happened at some level. And not, maybe also didn't notice that there was something deeply spiritual happening. There is always something deeply spiritually happening in our in our minds, in our bodies, um, and that there is really an enemy again. Like I was saying, that's there, who's looking for us in our weak weak moments and wanting to attack. And that's what happened to us in twenty twenty one. In a nutshell, but we do want to share more of those details because oh, it is a sweet and juicy, interesting story. <laughs> we can laugh now about it seriously we do we'll laugh about it like hey remember that one time i thought you thought i was gonna poison you like ah <laughs> that was so funny or remember when you would just every day i'd wake up to like thousands of bottles of vitamin water out front of our front house front of the house <sighs> or that time you just smelled things burning all the time I'm just throwing out random things, sorry. But <laughs> no, it's like true. We can remember that stuff. And so this is gonna be a very we're gonna try to make this smooth and share in some kind of linear fashion, but join us on this journey as we share. And our prayer again is you're A encouraged to know that you can be victorious over the enemy and straight up d- demonic powers there was some demonic work going on and that um so that's real and then like how to be equipped and how how i have learned we both have learned a ton because here's another reality i'm still working through it but i was going to school to studying studying mental health and like literally reading in the dsm-5 if you ever know anything about psychology or a diagnosis that's a it's basically the bible of psych of um, psych psychological disorders mental health disorders and um, i was in there and i was like diagnosing and like did some of the most some made mistakes and like was really rude to tiffany at times because of where i was at like i was just right away diagnosing jumping into that space so sometimes things are not always what they seem though like in that and we're learning to that mental health field and we may have known this before but now more than ever is quick to diagnose and just blame it on chemical imbalances sometimes not saying that that stuff's not real either but we're just realizing that like there's very it's all intertwined the spiritual side but also mental health but i've spent a lot of time talking i want you to share now a little bit about I guess what happened in the beginning or whatever you want to share first before we dive more to like the story yeah I think that's the hardest part about sharing the story it's like where does it start we kind of set it up we had like a lot going on but we're used to like that kind of stuff <laughs> I feel like we've always like yeah. We have really good support, thankfully, and we did during that time, too. Um, And so I think that was just, I don't know, that was just, like, normal that we 
we've always sat at just different plates in the air, and that's just, I don't know. Not that it's good or bad, but when God calls you to certain things, sometimes there are seasons that are, you just do it. And so I think that that's, that's where we were. And God like led us there. Like we had been very prayerful and fasting and God opened doors to get us to that spot where we were. Um, but I think what we didn't recognize was the spiritual war for those associated. And I remember as I was like processing stuff, my friend was like, you guys like had your like hand in every single like spiritual kind of like sphere, like within the foster agency, the spiritual warfare and that within the church. And then with me also like serving, um, uh, with the inspire shop, I go and help girls who are coming out of a lot of trauma. And then Ricardo was in that in the counseling field as well for school. So we had our hands just in a lot. And then being a foster adoptive family too, just, just a lot of different areas, um, which I never really like recognized. Like I would never say like, Oh, there's like the spiritual warfare around there that I'm like putting myself into. <laughs> uh, but now I recognize just really the more spiritual awareness, I guess, like where you're at and, um, how that plays out in our lives. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we had all that going on. Um, and so in April of 2021, that's kind of where the starts, um, and now this is the part where we're going to reenact it all. (laughs) (laughs) How does it go? I'll act like Tiffany and she'll act like me because it'll be like really like we can see each other's we could act see how it was buddy I lost my job what I'm sorry now I'm speaking for myself too I'm like doing both parts because you're laughing too much I lost it the kids they're going to be taken away so we can laugh about it so much now, but okay, we're not gonna reenact it. But that's kind of where it started for me. I'm trying to say like that's kind the of day. Where, well, I mean, it all. I guess you kind of what it led well, up to a week before that. So, yeah, um, April 17th, I've asked um to do my biggest of 2021. Yeah. I've been asked to do my biggest event for the Inspire Shop, and so I was super excited because we're coming out of COVID. We're doing like an in person event, yeah, and so that was just super exciting to me. Um, and then whenever I get to like teach and preach, like that's, um, really fun. So I had that opportunity. Um, but the night before that event, I woke up with just the loudest thoughts is really all I could explain it as like, I'd never had anything like it happen. It was literally like, they were like megaphones in my ear, like just all these different like thoughts and like all these different things, like, like Ricardo said, like things about my job, things about my kids getting taken away, just crazy thoughts that like all just, it was so loud. Like it wasn't just normal, like thought patterns. And so Ricardo woke up and he was like, is everything okay? I was like, no. And so I started sharing some of these thoughts and he's like, no, you're fine. Like go back to sleep. Like those aren't anything. But the problem was I couldn't really go back to sleep. It was like I was wide awake and these voices were just like shouting just all these things at me. And so I'm just like praying, like trying to go back to sleep because I knew I had my event in the morning. Um, so I didn't really sleep that night. Um, I go to the event and I just felt like deflated. I didn't feel like 
like really excited like I normally am. Um, and it was just like, I partially, obviously I was physically tired because I didn't sleep well. Um, but I remember I just felt so like, I was like kind of just numb almost. And I remember I was doing two sessions and halfway through my friend just came and prayed over me and she was so sweet. And, um, after my first session, I had this older lady come up to me and she started like asking me all these questions, very specific and just like random. And, um, all of a sudden her life like mirrored mine. And I just had this really uneasy feeling about it. And I was trying to like get out of the conversation and not tell her any details. Cause I didn't know her and I don't just tell those kinds of things to everybody. Um, and I just remember like in my heart, it was like, the Lord was just like, you know, this lady's like not right. And so I was like, okay. And, um, so I finally like got out of the conversation and, um, I just felt really like bad. And my mom was like, no, it was great. Cause she was there helping me doing it all. And Ricardo texted me during that break and he was like, how'd it go? And I was like, I don't know if I ever want to speak again. Like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Like it was very discouraged. Like I hadn't been, um, especially since it was an in-person event, like it was exciting. I think it was also it, to be help give context. If it does, I think it was a huge event. Like it really was like not just in size and number, but a bit largest event you've done than compared to what you usually do. So like usually you would do an event like with 10, 15 women max, maybe 20. Like 25. Yeah. yeah. 25 max, sorry. This was like what, 200 women? Yeah. So it was like a huge event. Had to scale it and like all this work poured into it. So I think it's good to get the background too. There's just like, it was such a jump in the difference of what you do. Yeah. And it was at a, you know, just a well-known church, um, very like thoughtful that they brought you on to do it. Like usually they, they bring on all kinds of speakers and they chose, chose you to do this event. So it was a huge thing. Let's give context though, if that helps <laughs> yeah. to give the kind of level of stress, like imagine it like that if you were. Well, I didn't feel stressed something. about it. Like it was more just uh, like, I know, but I, I think, don't I don't know, maybe you don't think you were stressed by it. Yes, you were. Like, I saw you from the outside. The stress was definitely there. I think. But you know what you're going on. I was just context for the audience, too, though. To know. Anyhow, back to the story. <laughs> and so I did the second session, and I packed up, and... um. Yeah, people were really sweet and gave really good feedback. Um, but I just still, like, wasn't feeling, like, great. And then after that, like, the next week, I um, was just having the same thing. It was, like, I couldn't sleep at night. I was just waking up at, like, 3 o'clock. And um, it was, like, that night even you, that you didn't go back to sleep. Yeah, I didn't go back to sleep. Starting that night. Yeah, starting, like, the night before that event, I just wasn't really sleeping and I didn't have a clock and I would never look at my phone. So I don't know like how long I wasn't sleeping. Um, I don't know how much sleep I even like got during that time. Yeah, very little. So the event was on, yeah, the 17th. Well, you weren't up the whole time. And that's the thing I didn't really share with Ricardo either that like I wasn't sleeping. Like he didn't really like know yeah, until the like impact. a week later you started telling me more. Yeah. So then that yeah. Friday morning, um, so like a week later, um, I was just like not doing well. And I like uh, that week also my son's class, like, so we had finally gone back in person, um, just a very limited schedule. And, um, but if there was any sort of like COVID break in the class and the kids had to come home for like distance learning. And so 
my son had had an outbreak that week. So he was home um, with me. He didn't have COVID, but there was an exposure in his class. And so he was home doing virtual learning. So I was staying home because um, Ricardo had his first day of practicum, right? Was that your first day? Or no, like, it was like my third or fourth. Yeah, it yeah, just started. And so I was like doing it from home, but then I was just like feeling horrible. And I, I opened my computer and I was, if I was having issues with my actual computer, like I couldn't log on, it was logging me out. For your work computer. Yeah. For my work computer. And so then all these like thoughts that like, so during this whole week, these thoughts just kept on like compounding and I wasn't sleeping. And it was just like all of these thoughts just started like racing out of control. And by Friday, it was just like, I was on a lack of sleep and these thoughts had just like compounded. And it was just like, I didn't even know, like. <laughs> what were some of the thoughts, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, well, like a lot of it had to do with my kids, like that my kids were getting taken away, that like um, there were things like, because I worked in the social realm, like that they were with social workers, like they had like everything I'd shared during like work things that they are like, they had like written them up against me. So they were going to come make a case against me that I was like a horrible parent and they take my kids away. That's right. Um, I mean, there's like a million thoughts, like more thoughts than I've ever thought in my life. Um, and then it compounded into like sex trafficking. A lot of it had to do around trafficking that my kids were being trafficked that Ricardo and like other pastors and other Christians, um, all the Christians pretty much in my life, they were all a part of like a sex trafficking ring um, that they had been trafficking like me, that I was like these nightmares that I had had like for like several years back, all of a sudden they were like pulled to the front of my mind. And it was like, at this point where it was like, are these real? Did these things really happen? And I was like drugged yes. out, like a date rape drug. Like, and all of a sudden these things are, are these suppressed memories that are all of a sudden like coming out. And one thing I, I love the brain and Ricardo was, was like going to, um, through the MFT program. So we've talked a lot about like, um, just the brain and how things work and then trauma and how those thoughts are suppressed. And so like, I know a lot of this stuff. And so all these things are like feeding into like, also like these things that were happening. And so I'm like, yeah. And so on the other end for a minute, like same thing, grab, go through the studying in school. I'm like, she is delusional. And I'm like, at that time I thought it was insomnia, just sharing my thoughts too, as we process the story. Like I started thinking, well, I mean, at that moment, like I, you'll share a little bit more of the story but basically through that beginning portion of what happened it was like insomnia that was leading to delusional thoughts and i was like studying that and, and like that's really what was happening it was totally delusional right but i hearing it from your perspective it sounds like it was so like oh man i have past trauma and actually was suppressed thoughts and i've learned about that now <laughs> these things were all real so it's just super hard it's probably hard to determine what was real, right? Like in that moment. Oh, well, exactly. Was and so I was like crying out to God, like, are these memories coming up? Yeah. Is this something that I need to like do? And with? on top of it, maybe we're too far ahead. No, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, it's kind of funny to me. I don't know if I could share this, but I should. Like, there was a moment where we were with your mom. Well, that's like after this. That was after. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny to me when I look back. And I think we all laughed at it. <laughs> Anywho, go ahead. So that morning, I like, it was like my computer wasn't working. I like freaked out or or Ryan, my son is like on his kindergarten, like Zoom call. And I just like call Ricardo. I'm like, it was 
probably 8 30 because he had just left and I was like you need to come home like I am not doing well like I got fired from my job like I like because I thought they like locked me out and um from the computer and so I called him and he came home um and then he's like uh, then I told him I hadn't been sleeping yeah. And then he's like, just go take a hot bath, go try to like relax and sleep. Um, but then just basically got worse from there. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I did I think I quit that day right away, right? I'm trying to remember I quit pretty quickly after that. No, I think we gave it another week. I quit the my practicum pretty quickly though. Because mm-hmm. we just saw how stressful it was. I'm also trying to remember everything too. It was a while back. But I just remember coming home and seeing um, seeing my wife just fall apart. Like just completely believe like I'm it was almost like I, w- I did kind of laugh at first because of the thought she shared like I was trying not to be rude but it was so like to me ridiculous like no our kids are not being taken away you know and um, I also remember I might be getting ahead a little bit but basically the night's coming forward that there was so much fear that the kids were going to get taken away that she was constantly checking on them like waking them up even well, i thought people were like gonna take my kids yeah. in the middle of the night that they were being like trafficked yes or that something but wait, i didn't know that too by the way so this is all happening internally because she thought i was part of that ring yeah <laughs> and so so it's super hard right like i can't imagine like when she shared that with me later i'm just like oh my gosh no wonder why you were having a hard time you know yeah so that friday we ended up going to my mom's and asking yes, her to pray kind of for light <laughs> but crazy you know. well i asked her to pray for me and yes. then she did and then we went back that evening and then at that point i was just like totally like out of it um yeah and then she started like i, I asked I her uh, go ahead i can't remember what you asked the first thing well i first thought people were following me and listening to me on my phone and like through the tv and internet and then I think she agreed with it. She's she like, did. yeah, people are. They are. And so No, I, she turned, she like just she like humored me and like she was like, okay, we'll turn it off. We're like, we put a movie on for the kids and they that's like That's right. No, that's right. You made her unplug so, everything. Yes, that's right. And, and so, that's when I was like, okay, we've gone off the deep end here. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening. But yeah. anyways. And so the kids were like watching his show. And then um well then you guys like prayed for me and then at that point like when they were praying for me like my eyes started like moving and like I couldn't control my eyes and my mom was like look at me like look at me in the eyes and I totally like could not like look at her like my eyes would like I couldn't control my eyes Um, and then it was like at that point like I was like what is happening like what is going on but like I felt better after they prayed for me but I still was just like so off and it just physically it went downhill from there at that point um and then i thought people were like poisoning like the water and poisoning like food and i thought ricardo was doing that too like i thought like there was some sort of like drugs in the water that were like making me forget things like date rape drugs 
um, kind of thing. And so I like stopped eating and stopped drinking um, the water that we had in our house. And so like I kind of mentioned earlier, I started like buying tons of um, vitamin water, vitamin water, bottled water. Mm -hmm. And then like if, and also too. Oh no. Well, no, that time I was buying Gatorade. It wasn't until the fall I did that. No. So I started buying Gatorade, which I never drink yeah, Gatorade. Right, right. And it even had like artificial colors in it, which is something like I never like buy because our daughter is like been allergic That's to them. Right. Yeah, I forgot about and that. And so no, yeah. The spring I only bought Gatorade. I bought like, I did like target orders mm-hmm. and got Gatorade. Yep. With lots of sugar. In them, which I never drink either. And so then Ricardo knew, like, what is she doing? Like, you don't ever drink this stuff. Yep. And then, um, I think you wouldn't let me touch food and stuff too, wasn't that in the spring too? Yeah, I wouldn't eat yeah. anything that you made me because yeah. then I thought that you were like trying to poison me. And the me. kids too, on some level. You're starting to get any cooking. That I was in the fall, sir. Mixing up a little bit the sugary. I think that was more fall. Yeah. Now in the spring. But yeah, very much just like afraid of poisoning. And so in my head, I'm already like, I have been reading my DSM. I'm just like, this is like bipolar disorder with like an extreme manic, not manic, but, you know, a presentation of just like delusional thoughts. And just, it like straight up says in there, like, People will think that they're being poisoned. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Well, you didn't know that I thought that you were poisoned. Well, I could tell. But you made me food and I wouldn't eat it. No, that's what happened. Like, it became very clear. Like, I made a meal one day and you didn't eat it. And I was like, and then the water. And and then we eventually had to get to hospitals. And you would have. Well, so then like 10 days in. You opened up. You opened up and basically said you thought your water was being poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 10 days in, you called your professor at school yes and i was so grateful for that bev helped um helped i can't uh, privacy stuff online now think about i don't know i'll just say my professor <laughs> helped us so well <laughs> and director at the program and she just shared you know this could be physical very much sounds physical like could be even just Especially since nothing has ever happened, we should clarify too. Nothing like this has ever happened to you, right? In your past. Like nothing has ever happened with this delusional thinking and stuff like this. So we went through all that and so it was very much like this is probably just physical and uh, could be a body and insomnia combined, you know. Anywho, she said to go to the hospital. That could be a good idea. If I wasn't sleeping. Yeah, if yeah. you didn't keep sleeping. And that, sure enough, he didn't. And so you got to also remember that I'm not sleeping much now at this point because I am seeing she's awake. And I'm also becoming hypervigilant. Um, our, our whole world is shaken. You can just imagine, like, when you're when you're married. And, and you're, we're best friends, by the way. So I think I will say next level. Like, we're best friends. Like, always connected. Always sharing. So all of a sudden, like when you're not sharing and not connecting and then also not sleeping, it's just like the whole world is shaken for both of us. Our safety, our very core safety net is just like completely obliterated at some level. 
but we're having moments of connection at some level it's kind of like going up and down i do remember that in the spring it was like we'd be like cool and it seemed like you would be trusting and then like all of a sudden super disconnected um and it just continued to escalate right i think that's the hard part because like literally like ricardo you said like we're literally like best friends and so he's the one that i like always call or text and to have like these crazy thoughts about him that was just like super hard because it was just like I didn't even know what was real. And I was just like, God, like, this is like, it felt like my whole like life was just like wrong. And like, have I this been going on the whole time? Like, why am I having these thoughts? Like, he's my best friend. It was, it was just unbelievable. And I'm having, it's almost like a death is happening at a small, like, like our marriage is like, slowly is like dying and then it'll be like repaired for a minute like when she almost would like come to her senses and almost choose later we learned right you would tell me like you were just choosing to trust that i was safe and i do believe like that was god's providence too in the spring i mean the whole time what happened in the fall too but we are getting to the end of our 30 minutes so this is part one of the dumpster fire story